technology world now. Mr. Techno Tools. I have techno tools. I have techno tools. Dance on the box. Dance on the box. Dance. Die and die and drink vodka with lemons. Die and drink vodka with lemons. Everybody's doing drugs. Everybody's up all night. Everybody's doing drugs. Don't get in a fight. It's time. Fun stuff going on. Welcome to a couple of critics podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. Uh-huh. Simple, solid, satisfactory. That's the three S's that I live my life by. Simple. Simple. Something else. What's the solid part? I'd like to know how you live your life solidly. I walk around and I go like this. Solid. Okay. I thought you were going to be like, because I'm not made out of liquid, but you are kind of made out of gas. <laughs> I'm full of shit, baby. That's a joke that my grandfather would have made. Which one? Wait, did you even know the other grandpa? Yes, but not for very long. He died when I was young. Yeah. I think he died in like 90. Don't get mad at me, dad. It was 92, maybe 93. 93 sounds more correct. Do you think he died when this album that we're going to talk about came out? <laughs> he definitely didn't <laughs> die because of it. He died from emphysema. <laughs> ah, I'm coughing while you talk about emphysema. Uh-huh. <coughs> God damn. Sorry, everyone. Um. Uh, hacky? That's definitely... In more ways than one. I was hacky in that way, too. So, Couple of Critics Podcast. That's what we do. We are here. We are a review podcast. We are here to provide each other with something. Talk about it. And spew it out all over you. And by something, you mean things of the media world. Music, movies, TV, and more. Would you flush it down the toilet? Or buy it. From the dollar store. Did the dollar store ever sell things CDs worth and buying? Shit like that? Yeah, probably like Enya shit. I was going to say, is it Garth Brooks? I would guess it'd be off brand Enya, so not Enya. Or like relaxing soul sounds, things like that, where like, it's just. Row away, row away, row away. Row away, row away, row away. Paddle, boat, paddle. Do you like boat. paddle boats? I do. I like paddle boats too. I Let's do. Let's buy a paddle boat together and then just sail away. Sail away, sail away, sail away. I am not sailing away in a paddle, oh, boat. A paddle boat. We would die that day sounds one. Miserable. <laughs> yeah, we'd both get sunstroke. Oh yeah, and my intense fear of the ocean would take over very, very quick. You'd just have a panic attack and die. Probably. I don't think I'd have a panic attack and just be like, okay. We've been doing this for four minutes. Time to turn back around. <laughs> I'm terrified of the fucking ocean. I don't know how I actually would be on a boat in the ocean. I think I'd be fine even, while I'm there. But the thought of it. Even lakes sometimes have weird things in Ooh. them. So, yeah, that's why I I bought a, uh, a little pool. <laughs> a 12-foot pool so I can see... All sides. It's just an above ground little thing. Now that we don't have a dog, a dog shitting all over the yard, it, it'll be nice to utilize the fenced-in part of the yard. Absolutely, have a little bit of privacy and get some, uh, 
get some sun and have some fun moving around in a little pool. I, I've thought about this earlier. We're slowly moving from, because it, and it's my fault, I'll take full responsibility, uh, not fun white trash to fun white trash. Like, <laughs> it's cleaned up, but we've got an <laughs> above ground pool. Isn't that still like looked down upon? I don't see why anyone would look down upon any sort of a pool. Obviously, there's a difference between above ground and, and underground, but um, it's a, a pool's a pool. A pool's a pool, And um, I'd never, I didn't have access to a pool as a kid unless I went to the public pool. And then I'd have to ask for money. And most of the time, that answer would be no. <laughs> so I just didn't, I didn't, I don't feel like I had a ton of access to swimming growing up. Like I wish I did. So I think that uh, if you're old enough to buy a pool, buy a pool. I mean, a bit, it's fewer than $200. So oh, it's not yeah. like it's anything crazy. No, it's like PVC pipe. And then tarp, basically. But it's highly rated. Good. It's 12 foot, three foot high of water. It's going to be nice for two people. Like we, We've only got two people. Oh, just it's two gonna, people lounging in the backyard. It's going to feel like a pool. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I wonder if we can get like floaty things in there. And yeah, we can. Lay on a pool thing. I don't know that I want to do that, though, because then we'll probably be floating above the fence. <laughs> People will see everything if we're on a floaty. I'm going to grow the shrubs up just perfect so nobody can see anything. Well, you just trim them in time. Yeah, I trimmed them to promote more growth. Just like my pubes. So, <laughs> I'm Sam. Knock some shit over. They, I think I put this table a little too tight today. Put it a little too tight? A little too tight. Tight to the wall. Tighten up. I can't believe, by the way, before we get started, that you are not very familiar with Ray Liotta. I know Ray Liotta, and you, I'm familiar with You just with know him Ray from Liotta. the meme? I just didn't think anybody gave a shit about Ray Li- Liotta. That's Suddenly he dies, and everyone's like, Ray Liotta, the best ever. And I'm like, where the fuck did this love from Ray Li- for Ray Liotta come from? I, don't I know always where. thought Ray Liotta was good, but I guess uh, I've just seen more things with Ray Liotta than you I've have. Seen? You've seen <laughs> Operation, so hard to say his name. Operation Dumbo Drop. No, I have not seen Operation Dumbo Drop. Man, what a bummer. What a sad <laughs> life you've lived. <laughs> I am a fucking Debbie Downer. Uh, I've seen Goodfellas. I've I never seen it. that. I liked that movie, but I don't remember his performance shining through because I believe he's uh, going against the Pesh. Yeah, I think so. He goes. Does I only know the end from watch a watch Mojo list that I recently watched that he like ends up in witness protection or something. So he obviously did something that's not considered respectful in the mob world. He obviously ratted on yeah, someone. He's a fucking rat. But I, I I knew him from Blow. He was Johnny Never Depp's dad Blow. in Blow. Never seen that. It's a good movie. He's very good in it. Um, what the fuck else? He's been in so many things. He's the other been thing in... I knew him from was like some smoking commercial, like Chantrix or yeah, Chan, yeah, Blue Smoke or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I could get people to quit smoking. He was in Field of Dreams. Wait, was he in like a vodka Grey Goose commercial too? Maybe I don't know. Ray Liotta seemed like he liked to party. Or as you texted me the other day, Ray Liotta fucked. He definitely <laughs> fucked. Ray Liotta fucked. <laughs> I got Wheeze laugh going on today. Wheezy. Well, then I'm Sherman Hemsley, and I think it's about time we get this thing going. Well, I think I'm Wheezy today because I tried to get in the spirit for the album that we're talking about today. Everybody. What, by smoking one joint? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You don't have to tell the people the behind the scenes. (laughs) You're weak. And I smoked most of it myself. 
Not most of it. I got like nine extra hits off that, baby. Because I was over it. But I, because I like to get high so high. That's a, that's a reference for a song you're going to hear in, in a little bit. Stop looking at me like that. I'm just, I'm <laughs> letting you take over, Sam. It's your, it's your episode. We're it's your time over. to shine. It is my time to shine. And we're going to shine by listening to Cypress Hills Black Sunday today, everybody. <laughs> Which sounds very shiny and happy. <laughs> uh, this is a rarity with Sam. And that's me. Isn't Black because, Sunday just Black Sabbath? Uh, I think of Sunday, bloody Sunday. El Sabado. Huh? El Sabado. El Sabado. Black Sabbath, you call it El Sabado? No, I believe that's Sunday. Oh, really? Ooh, I sound ignorant, don't I? Well, I wouldn't expect you to know that because you did not take Spanish. You were a German kid because you were down for killing. Well, guess what? Because German I... people are still down for <laughs> killing and shitting. I also don't know what Sunday is in the Deutschland language. It's the Lord's Day, which is weird because it's technically the first day of the week. It's not the last day. of. Is it? Oh, wait, no. Yeah, it's the first day of the week. It's the calendar first day of the week. Hmm. Week starts on Sunday, baby. Well, you start the first day with the Lord. You don't. You just start so your work week on Monday. I mispronounced it. The Lord. So the the day of rest, the Sabbath should technically be Saturday. Let me look up what else. Yeah, Sabbath the Jews is. got it right. Who are the Jews? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This album came out in 1993. We're fitting right in with our uh, sweet spot of years. Uh, El Sabado, out, which also might be the El Sabado Saturday. Died. El Sabado? It's Saturday. Okay. The Sabbath. The Sabbath. Yeah. All right. Saturday. Makes sense. The day of rest. Bam. Not Sunday. Bam. Bam. Sunday's the first day, not the last. God rested on the seventh day. What is this that stands before me? You're very hunched, almost uh, George Carlin-esque, sticking your pelvis out. Hey, don't you love when people die? Making it look like George Carlin stood like he had no torso. He just, most people usually like, you know, straighten their back and elongate themselves yeah. and make them look better. Yeah. He was just always so like, hey, hey. <laughs> I bet when he didn't have his hey, shirt on. Hey, when he hey, had hey, sh- hey, 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 I'm Carlin. I am George Carlin. Look at me do comedy from a canton that made no sense, but I tried to rhyme. I should never try to rhyme any rhyme. I thought you you wrote music. I guess it sounds like you should quit. (laughs) The thing about writing music, Michelle, is, is you get to sit down and take all the fucking time you need to make it good. That's called the Doppler effect. But do you make it good? Jesus Christ, I got dizzy. Vertigo kicking in. You are not a little boy anymore. You have crystals floating around in your head. (laughs) I have loose crystals in my head. You have Crystal Gale. You have Crystal Waters. (laughs) I only know who Crystal Gale is from people on podcasts referencing her long hair. Have you ever looked at her? No, I should look at her right now. Here, I'll pull her up because you have stuff to do. All right. We're talking about Black Sunday by... Cypress Hill or Kuypers Hill, if you want to say it weird. Um, not often, and I don't even know if ever I have brought uh, hip hop rap to the table. I don't think I have. Yes, you have. What did I bring? 
I don't know. Why are you being so aggressive? I don't remember what it was. My nature. I feel like you did. This is well. If I did, it's very, very rare. Crystal Gale isn't just known for having very Holy long hair. Holy crap! That's a lot of hair. She just always had long hair. I'm Crystal Gale. That's like I'm the lady with hair. That's like never cut your hair kind of hair. Uh huh. Like she, yeah, she was known for having stupid long hair. Very pretty. That's like getting other people to brush your hair for you kind of hair. Hmm. That you definitely have to make sure that you're not like sitting on your hair by accident. That's annoying. That's an annoying length of hair. You always have to do that one move where you gotta like do that big roundabout deal where you go and like get it to kind of you know whip your hair back and forth, whip your hair back and forth. She and had sit down. the sort of hair that not only would you try to not sit down on, you'd have to make sure that if you were sitting, that you didn't accidentally step on it when you tried to stand up. <laughs> Yeah. She's also got the kind of hair that you could flush your asshole with. <laughs> Grab the tail end of that fucker. Grab one piece. I guess I think of flossing ass crack, not asshole. Because asshole, you'd have to be on the inside of you and on the outside of you. Pulling it back and forth. <laughs> like shoving a towel in your asshole and pulling it back out. You never done that? the cleanest way to get your asshole going. All it sounds right. like something your nephew would do. <laughs> no, it sounds like something my dead cousin would do and then tell me about it. Maybe that's what Robert got from him. Uh, why are we talking about Robert's... Sh- Is there something I'm missing about his shit habits here? You don't remember what he did with the hand towel after using the oh, bidet? Jesus Christ. Just play the song, right, god we're damn. start this album. This first song is called I Wanna Get High So... So what's interesting about this is that they start with Godzilla noises at the beginning. That does work because now we have this green light, so half of your face has this green light on it, and you're talking about Godzilla. Godzilla! It should kick in any moment now. Ah, there no, we go. is that this seemed to be... I assume... I know that this is kind of playing into later, but you were inspired to choose this because of the 420 episode that we recently did, correct? Bingo, my love! Okay, because one (laughs) of those songs are on this album. Absolutely. So when did this album come out? This album came out in What's that song called? I could just kill a man. There's nothing called that on this album. No, the first album's got that song on it. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, well, I don't know what it's called, but it's got that song on it. Something for the blunted? I don't know. I just know it goes, and I've been referencing it my whole life, going, I could just kill a man. Because it's fun to do both of these guys' voice from Cypress Hill. I'm talking about Send Dog and Be Real. <laughs> Send Dog is, of course, I don't know, of course, is the guy that's like, What's going on? I'm an old man. 
classic voice. And then Be Real's voice has always been that. I want to get And he does not sound like that at all when he talks. So these are California hip hoppers. It says here that well, they were also the first uh, Latino hip hop group to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That only happened three years ago. No. <laughs> so that, did, <laughs> that took a long fucking time. I'm going to let it play into the next song. We're just going to keep it rolling. So oh. this, is, this is more of an intro yeah, anyway. Definitely. I mean, it's got a little verse in it, but Me- not much. But uh, if you look up Cypress Hill in like this era, they broke so many records and they're just like huge. And I remember it being big, but I don't remember it being that big. But when you look back on it, you're like, fuck, they were everywhere and like broke records and were like number of the first one to do this, first one to do that, blah, 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 blah. So there's one thing that I noticed and there's one song in particular that's later on, but I do feel like I, I, when I listen to this, it's hard for me and I think it's because we listened to this other band that I think that they sound that sound just like Cypress Hill they only formed one year later in Detroit talking about House of Pain? while no I'm talking about ICP oh they do have a very ICP I think I mean they started just a year before ICP so there's no way that they would have been influential enough I don't think no to have influenced them, but I—it sounds to me after having, after being forced to listen to the Great Malenko, <laughs> uh, I hear so much more of a comparison that I just never really paid attention to before. But I think that there's a big similarity, and I think it's Be Real's voice, yeah, specifically. I uh, watched a video earlier of Be Real on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about this voice. Just like a little bit ago? Yeah, when I was taking a shit and doing research for this album. Please continue. And writing on this iPad. That's right, Jimmy Rollin. I'm taking your iPad into the toilet with me. Uh, yes, jumping right into right the toilet. Right into that bowl. Magic school bus style. So he was like, when he first started rapping, he was doing his normal voice. Because, you know, he just has a normal dude voice. And uh, somebody, the other guy came up to him and was just like, Hey man, you gotta figure something out because Sin Dog's got a really good thing going on, and you just sound like kind of bland and like you're not cutting through the verses and stuff. We ain't going down. And so they, <laughs> yeah, Sin Dog's got that fucking thing down. So he like thought of this other rapper that he liked a lot that did this high voice, and he tried it, and they all said that's it. But he felt stupid doing it for like a while and didn't like wasn't feeling it. By the way. Black Sabbath. Love this Black Sabbath shit. It's good because... The Wizard, you have to mention. It's the, the Wizard, and I even know that. And that song rules, and I love great that they're song. using it in a way that, like, it's not the same timing that it is in The Wizard. So as a huge Sabbath head who's, like, locked into the way it is in that song, when that came in, it, like, took my insides and kind of, like wrenched them in a good way like whoa this is fucking awesome because it's like landing on a I don't even know how to explain it like if the original one lands on three this one lands on two or something and you're just like whoa I feel like there are a lot of people who hear samples and things like that as ripoffs but for me my brain doesn't think like that like I don't think like oh this would be a nice spot to just 
stick this sound in there. I would never think like that. So yeah. I, I do feel like whoever is actually doing the writing or the producing, whoever is actually organizing all of that, uh, props to them for being able to just think differently and hear things differently and just musicians in general. And at that time, it was way harder to do that than it is now. Now you can just copy and paste do whatever. Then you had to get the song on tape, vinyl, whatever you had, and you'd have to reel it in and like record it in and do it how you want and sample it. Do that shit then. It was way harder then. You had to feel it. I remember my buddy Jeff telling me back in the day when they'd mix a snare on the computer, they'd have to render it out for like 40 minutes to listen to the minor tweak that they made. And if they didn't like it, they'd have to do it again and wait for 40 minutes for the audio to render and then play it back. Whereas now, you can live adjust those kinds of things and just go, go, go. That's painful. Yeah, so... That people had... The pain. I mean, no wonder things took so long to record. But we're so good. Like, now you can just make things and make things and make things and just put it out. Who cares? It took you no time. Now it's like, if I make, then it's like, if I'm making this, it has to be fucking good because I'm spending a year on it, minimum. It was also like, this is my shot. This is my only ability to be able to record this. Now it's so Uh accessible. It's so easy to throw away things and not, and just not even take it as seriously. Just be Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to. I'm going to record a quick song about writing my name in poop on uh, children's blankets that are hanging out to dry. I love it. Can I take that idea? It's very specific, and you can have it. I've got it. Yes. Uh, What was I going to say? Who cares? Also, back then, you know, it's like you have one avenue. It's either going on tour or getting a record company to put your record out. Or maybe you have self-finance to put the record out, but it's not going to get near as much as a record label will get it out. Now, I didn't make it on YouTube. I'll make it on TikTok. I didn't make it on TikTok. I'll do I'll do it on YouTube. You can just like kind of reinvent yourself thousands of times and you can you can even almost get on there and apologize for your past career and say I'm new again and people will be like, "Oh." Kind of. That outfit that you're wearing, Is that gorgeous. shirt, I it just somehow the black strips on the sides look slightly like suspenders every once in a while. So you just look like a little boy wearing little suspenders. Oh my God. I don't know why I did a weird accent that didn't make any sense, but I'm a boy. And do it like this. Whoa, mister, can I have a Wally pup? Yeah, I'll give you a Wally pup. (laughs) I'll give you a wallop pop right upside your brain and saying in a membrane. Are you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? My ovarian cyst gave me polyps. Yeah, they did. Why did you say that? Because you said something that was familiar (laughs) to polyps or similar to polyps, and that's why I said it. I remember Kirk's character, Paul Lips. I do like that. That was very funny. (laughs) Uh, This is the song that Lollipop was definitely in my brain most of my life. Since 1993, at least. I remember this coming out. I remember doing the... All the time. So this is like the one that stuck in my brain. And it was like a big hit, I think. I remember this thing fucking blew up. It's also the first uh, single. Number 19. 
How can you even read your handwriting? Because it's my handwriting. It's also upside down and it's weird and it's not on paper, so I it just looks different and harder to read. That's popular. Do you remember when this song came out, or were you just too... I wasn't listening to music like this when this came out. This was way over my head in 1992. I was going to ask you, because you didn't have MTV. That's correct, and the people controlling the radio around me were not letting stuff like this play. I don't know if you would have heard this on the radio in this area. I I remember it specifically from MTV, because this was an MTV household. We had cable my whole life. I remember Bob... Uh, his buddy's getting into Cypress Hill at the time. Because it's almost... It almost has a punk feel. Even though there's no, like, punk aspects to it, there's, like, an edge to it that gives me, like, an attitude of a punk feel. Well, it is classified as hardcore hip-hop. Ah. So, this is this is some sense. heavy... Not, like, gangsta shit, but it's it feels aggressive. Even though it's also laid back... It feels very in your face. It's not like you wouldn't call it like California gangster rap, even though I think it like no. is paving the way at the same time for that. Like I think it's technically considered that as well. But you're right; it doesn't have like that Dr. Dre, Snoop gangster rap feel to it. It has like a almost like a more evil. This is the best part of the song. That whole part to happen. That hit that bong because they love hit that. They love hitting the bong yeah, in this oh yeah. album. A very cannabis positive band. Very cannabis positive. They're advocates. I mean, they've been advocates since back then, like when it was actually scary. You know, uh-huh. like you're actually saying something. And Snoop Dogg too. Those are two. Yeah. Those are. I mean, and we'll fuck even before that. Cheech and Chong. Like there are a lot of people who have put their name and themselves on the line before it was as socially acceptable as it is now because it was legal nowhere right maybe just medically in some places like california only think about this you and i are more gangsta about cannabis use than be real is right now because he's doing it legal (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> Stupid state <laughs> bullshit. I mean, of course we don't do that. Nobody talked to the cops. We're uh, we're not doing anything, right? We're also just talking. There's no proof. Right. Right. We're right. just talking. Don't look at me. I'm going to activate <laughs> the fog machine. <laughs> uh, I want to say this while I'm thinking about it. The sounds on this album are, uh, like, the tones, they're all sounding like old jazz standards. Like, the the bass sounds like a stand-up bass. Well, they all are Latino. The... What's that mean? Don't Latins love jazz music? Isn't know. that, like, a thing? Like, I don't know. I don't think of... I don't think of... I think it's a... Uh, I think of uh, black people when I think of jazz. Mm. I, I, it's it's just, more just that jazzy vibe, like like Latinas have that, but like a fa- it's like a it's like a fast paced jazzy sound almost, like in influence. But then they just add different instruments. But it's it's similar. But I love that it's that old tone where it's like Tony Tony Tony. They did that like old jazz sound where you can tell it's a walking bass or a stand up bass. You can tell that like they're using Tony Tony Tony. Yeah. Do you know what you're saying right now? Yeah. Okay. Continue. They had one song that had a fucking stand-up bass in it, I swear. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. 
I don't remember it being a stand-up bass. I know they did If I Had No Loot, which was amazing. I'm looking. I don't see... Well, it's not going to say this is the song with stand-up bass in it. <laughs> was it a Boys in the Hood song? It could have been. From the Boys in the Hood soundtrack? Maybe. Haven't you seen that movie? No. I thought you had. No. I know you're a big Cuba fan. Uh, did you say Cuba? <laughs> Junior? Go Cuba. Go I Cuba. Had no idea he was in that movie. Is Ice Cube in that movie? I think Ice Cube was in one of those. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Because he's a boy in the hood. Yeah. It's always hard. He comes... He's always hard. <laughs> All right, let's move on. When the shit goes down. <laughs> I wish I could do that guy's voice I better. believe that this was a single. Uh, there, yeah, there were a it few was. Singles it was the second this. single. And they actually... Here's where it comes in. DJ Muggs. He's the DJ of this album. They did a Saturday Night, a Saturday Night Live performance. And all day he's walking around with this joint in his ear. And everybody's telling him, don't like that joint. Don't like that joint. And for the second song, when they performed on Saturday Night Live, live, DJ Muggs takes the joint out and says, New York, can I light my joint? And fucking lights the joint and smokes the joint live on Saturday Night Live. Which they then cut the performance short. And uh, Cypress Hill forever banned from Saturday Night Live on that. But 1993, smoking live on TV. Like, there's some it's fucking balls worth, on this. It's worth the ban. It's definitely worth the ban. He said, he's like, everybody's mad at me. Suddenly I'm the bad guy. And I thought, suddenly you knew shit was going to go down when the shit goes down. You were literally warned the entire day. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's that. I can see his mentality that he's like, it's cannabis. Fuck you. <laughs> some people had some bold. balls. Bold, bold, bold. But I guess that's probably also part of growing up in California, yep. which Snoop Dogg also did. Yep. There's just a different mentality. That's why it was accepted first before anywhere else. Like California had to do it first. So it's just, a, I don't know, people, a lot of people talk about, especially around here, about how California sucks. It's just different. It's just different. California doesn't suck. Parts of it suck. And politics suck every everywhere. Sucks. And parts of people suck everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Northern California was fucking beautiful. I'm sure. And the weed was great, and the people were great, and it felt wonderful. It's also literally such a huge part of the country. Right? It's, it's It would encompass so many states if you were comparing it to the East Coast. So... It's weird to just be su- to do such blanket statements when no one likes blanket statements about them. Yeah, good point. I like that. Uh, I like blankets. You f- That's my statement. Do you feel like this thing oozes 90s, this whole album? Yeah, it's very nice. So as soon as you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, that's some 90s shit right there. <laughs> Yeah, I did enjoy this album more than I thought I would, but I also didn't enjoy it as much as I thought that I might. Holy shit, you could not say it any better. I've been holding off on saying that. Like, when it first started, when I first started this album, I was like, holy fuck, this might be my like new favorite album of all time. And then by the end of it, I was like, eh, it was pretty good. But I could have stopped listening to it, like, five songs in. Like, I feel like this album and the songs... They're not bad, but I feel like there's there's potential that's just somehow 
I don't know. Unless that's just what it is. But there, and maybe it's just me. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just that it's not quite clicking in me as much as I thought that it may or may not. I just don't feel as extreme either way as I thought I would. <laughs> I really expected to either be like, this sucks or this is great. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's yeah, fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Like, I could literally stop after... Like, I wish Hits from the Bong was after when the shit goes down and then I could just stop the album. <laughs> Not that the rest of it's, like, bad. It's just... You kind of get it. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to Lick a Shot. <laughs> which I think this was also... This is also a, a fucking single. This is the last one, which I don't think I heard this before, but this has a familiar familiarity to it to me. At least this, they're the beginning. Maybe there's something that it's sampling that's familiar. The beginning Oops. sounds so ICP to me that I'm wondering if it's just familiar in that vibe. In this, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> on your face yeah yeah give yeah. it a taste they could i wonder if they'd work together because they would fit in very well on each other's songs at least at that time like when great malenko's coming out and this is coming out i think they could have blended very well and almost could have done each other's shows if you wouldn't have known like, just do my rhymes and i'll do yours so similar i think that they also just talk about different things yeah icp just things. seems like we're going to be crass because we're gonna be crass and make stories and make shit up and like horror movies and stuff like fantasy more yeah fantasy vago cypress hills like yeah i grew up on the streets and i had a shotgun shoot you in the face and smoke a blood son (laughs) that was the best fucking rhyme i've ever done in my life we have been just kind of throwing things out poorly and not as poorly good job uh i didn't say this earlier when i was talking about be real finding his voice I would have known what you meant if you just said voice, the, but that did make it better. The other dude, because he joined the group, like, uh, Send Dog and his brother started the group, and so, like, B-Real came in later, so he was kind of like, you know, could be told what to do or what not to at a certain, to a certain extent, and he was almost relegated to just being a writer for Send Dog if he didn't figure out a fucking cool vocal way to, like, stand out, and I guess that's what made him be like, well, shit, now I gotta go like this stuff at the day. He thought people were going to fucking hate it. Then people fucking loved it. It's funny. It is very cool. It and is. I think it's neat. Oh, oh. It's a big leap. I'll take over talking while you sneeze. <laughs> the fog machine always gets me. It always tickles my nose. Um, it, it's always nice to sound different. It's And I've talked about this before on the podcast. It's really hard to be confident in your own sound when you don't sound like anyone else. Yes. But what makes you stand out to people is how you talk. Because even... I don't even remember what I had on. But oh, I think it, it may have been the George Carlin. I don't remember what it was. Or maybe it was a, it was a Watch Mojo list. Never mind. And I heard Rob Hubel talking. And it's just... He has an unusual sounding voice, which is why you can hear his voice and say, that's Rob Huber. Absolutely. Uh, Paul so, Lynn, Charles Nelson oh. Riley, all these people that are beloved would just be like, oh, that's this. So, wait, Ray Romano. Yeah. Like, Debra. Debra. <laughs> no. No. No, Debra. <laughs> I also think as a dude who's still hasn't found like I really know what my sound is in music. While you're making things, you've been listening to music your whole life, and you like kind of have an idea of what you want it to be, or what you think, like what world I want to be in. 
and you almost, at least I think of it almost as like, I'm not doing it right because it doesn't sound like this. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. you got to learn to fucking throw that to the side because if you sound like this, then why are you making it? Mm-hmm. There's no point. Let that be that and move along on your fucking day. Why waste your time? But at the same time, you have that urge like, but I have to. And it's weird because sometimes, and most artists, you have to sound like that person first and then figure out, oh, wait, this is actually me. And here we go. Boom, boom. And then everything falls. Boom, boom. I think a lot of people also just don't find that voice. And what they do is just kind of their take on, you know, a few different artists that they really liked. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, even like bands like Pantera, they'll be like, yeah, you take your top favorite 10 bands and you're ripping the fuck off and suddenly you're your own thing. And then you can find people that complain like now or not now, but when scenes get like repetitive, they'll be like, yeah, those bands took their top favorite two bands and ripped them the fuck off. So it's like, it's even like Led Zeppelin. They took like so many artists and literally ripped them off but somehow made their own sound mm-hmm. like even in squeeze my lemons it's a complete fucking ripoff but it's led zeppelin's and it's the one like nobody ever i mean people know the other one well, but. because they were inspired by and ripped off blues songs <laughs> but then did blues rock so it was yeah! their own take on it <laughs> what'd you think of that uh Star Spangled Banner National Anthem performance from Jack White earlier. Was, I'd like to talk a little bit more about it. It was, uh, at first, when it was more clear, it was fine. And then as it continued and got really mucky, <laughs> and it just was hard to hear. Like, it's like no one really wants to hear you indulge in yourself. I get it. I think Jack White is very talented. Yes. I enjoy I enjoy his music. Not all of it, but I enjoy a lot of it. That I've heard, um, but he need he was being a self indulgent with that blue hair. <laughs> He's loving the blue hair look. I think it works for yeah, him. It looks good, but he sounded uh, he didn't need to do that. What do you, he like? He like put that. I think it's called a bit crusher. It's got you remember that song that we listened to with Kirk on the podcast. It's got that like video game sound almost to it, where it's like it's almost like a a two bit sound or a I don't remember sound. this. But he's got this effect that he's been putting on things, and he put it on a little too much. And then I think he was even, even he was even not hitting the correct notes because he was playing a slide. And there was a couple, like six or seven, that I was like, "Bud, you got to go about a half step up to hit that fucking note." Still, it's just like a little flat. Yeah, I get that it's his own interpretation and his own style, but it was just lacking for me. Yeah. It was just too over the top and yeah. just self-indulgent. Uh, That's and really all I can say. I'll give him this. Who knows how good he could have, or how well he could hear his guitar down there. You're in a fucking stadium. I don't know if they're giving you in-ear monitors. I don't know what you can actually hear. I mean, I'm giving the Roseanne excuse. <laughs> but I don't see what anyone's problem was. I mean, I... I think the worst part was the crotch grab at the end. <laughs> and then she like hawk a loogie. And then she spit <laughs> like a dude. <laughs> well, that's what baseball players do. I you'd think, but I think that I think that was more offensive <laughs> than her voice because she sounded like Roseanne. You get what you give. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure that's what we were taught by the philosophers known as 
What the, I'm blanking. I'm totally blanking. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, new yeah. the new radicals. The philosophers. The new radicals. Don't let go. You got the dreamer's disease. You got the dreamer's disease. Let's listen to the next song. Cock the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Please start. <laughs> Some intro shit. Oh, it sounds has the like record. Vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That or it just sounds bad because we have a bad cable. <laughs> Does it ever play? I mean, we're fucking 20 seconds in. Yeah, there's a storm. Oh, it was a storm. Talk about a song that takes a long time to Riders get into it. That is an enormous yeah. intro. Have we ever done a Doors album on this podcast? We have not. We have not self-indulged <laughs> in Jim Morrison. Morrison. I was on the side of the road. I saw an Indian. He looked in my soul. Because I threw out an old Arby's bag. And he cried. He cried. I think while the positives of the jazz sound, that also might be why it never gets to some highs. For me, I think it's the sound effects that they do. Like, like whatever that fucking sound is. You do or don't like that? I think it gets old. Oh, yeah, because there are a lot of <laughs> that stuff happens in every song in a different way. That's like that. so. I think it's it can be your thing. That's fine, but I understand how how that sound can become grating and irritating, and you'd rather just listen to something that doesn't sound like some sort of uh, like sewage control alarm is going off. I thought somebody was pulling out a steel pipe next to another steel pipe and as it comes out it just rubs along. That's my coop come, comes? No. Coop comes comes? All I'm thinking about is setting up this motherfucking pool. Literally the point of recording right now is getting this podcast done so I can go set up the pool. So you all know who are Are you still going to go golfing? I don't know. I'm more concerned about that. You could always get up and go first thing in the morning. That's true. And golf. Or I could go later tonight. While the men are at church. I'm honestly thinking about just going to the driving range. I got a new drive that I'm getting here. I'm hitting the ball differently. I need to get this into place. If I get this into place, I'm bombing drives, baby. Well, maybe I should go to the driving range with you. We can make it a thing. Ooh, a little date. Mm. Knowing the place that I go to, they'll say, we don't have any balls. I'm like, huh, me too, baby. So, uh, <laughs> it just also seems so unappealing at the same time. What, going out to the driving range? Being there and like... <laughs> you get over it fast. You're going to have the most fun going out literally with the boys and having some drinks and just shooting this shit. That's when you're going to have fun. Because there's a lot of shooting this shit. And I give a hard time (laughs) sometimes. I'll be supportive, but I also got to make fun of what just happened. Because I also make fun of my shit shots, which are a lot. Why do I do this? 
because you are being secretive and sly, Sam. Don't be so sly, Sam. <laughs> Stop being such an ass, Sam. Sam. A sucker. Sucker. Sucker Tash? You're being a sucker. All right, that was Cock the Hammer. Now, the next song is called Interlude, and I'm thinking for the first time ever, since it's an interlude, you just want to go out on the we're interlude? We're just going to go out on the break in the interlude. Now, this is a minute and 17 seconds, so once it gets close, um, we're going to say goodbye, and we'll be back. <laughs> so, I'm working in a factory, and there's an alarm. All of a sudden, they're just red lights flashing and everyone has to leave because it's just an emergency. That's what I hear. It's a gas leak. Yeah. When I hear those things, I think of, I said it earlier in the podcast, Godzilla is coming silence. Like, run. Yeah, these aren't relaxing sounds to me. (laughs) They're alarming sounds. They are. We'll be back. All right, yeah, we'll be back, everybody. Go roll a doobie, man. What's the song called? It's called How I Could Just Kill a Man. And it's from the first album? Absolutely. It it wasn't on Wikipedia. That's weird. Right here. Cypress Hill. Uh, This is the expanded edition. But yeah. That blunted. It was only like seven tracks, I think. Oh, that's not the first album. Yeah. I noticed that was fucking that up, too. No, the first album is called Cypress Hill. It came out in 1991. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So it must have just been an EP or some shit. Something like that. Yeah, I noticed that earlier. I was like... Why are there only seven fucking tracks on this thing and none of them are how I could just kill a man? I'm going to have to come in and apologize to Michelle the very first minute we come back. And then, luckily, I didn't have to apologize to you. Yeah, luckily. (laughs) Welcome back. We are here reviewing some Cypress Hill. (laughs) What was that to the tune of? Nothing. It reminded me of something like maybe the NBC... Stop living sometimes because I really I gotta keep fucking talking in this goddamn microphone. Uh, all I want to do is just go set up a pool. All I want to do is zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom in set the pool. Set up a pool. Set up a pool. Oh, you want to fuck in the pool? No, God. <laughs> that sounds horrible. We don't need those sorts horrible. of juices in the You're pool. Right. You're it's right. bad enough it's going to have all your skin oil because you don't bathe regularly. <laughs> 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 All right, let's rock and roll. By that, I mean let's get into some more hip hop with Cypress Hill, Black Sunday. The song is called Three Little Putos. <sighs> There's some good breath control. Every time I try to make some big entrance on the song, they have to have some fucking little intro where nothing is happening. It's just the record scratches. And then suddenly, 20 seconds in, it'll go. 20 seconds exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and listen, it's going. Wee wee wee. Wee wee. <laughs> You think this is uh, based off of Three Little Pigs, my, my I wife? Would, I, I would call you my life. I would guess that. I would guess that too. Were you 
paying attention to any of the lyrics when you're listening to this, really. Like, what, I can't tell you what any of these songs are generally about besides they have guns and they like smoking weed. Right? I feel like I listened, but I didn't absorb anything. I didn't try to figure anything out. And by now, for me, I'm like kind of zoned out on this album anyway. Let's be let's be real. Let's be real. It's, I'll be send dog. Let's do this. It's really hard to understand be real a lot of the times, especially when they're putting an effect on his voice too. When they're doing that like telephone. It's hard to understand anyway. Add that fucking filter on there. I'm doing a filter on Send Dog's voice on this one too. Which, by the way, Send Dog's in like a metal band as well. Currently? Yeah. I can't remember what they're called. I oh, assume Cypress Hill still exists. Oh, yeah. Right? Cypress Hill still exists. They never stopped? No. They took like breaks and had like a soul albums and stuff like that. But they uh, never stopped. You can find videos. I've watched a few videos of them performing live, specifically hits from the bomb. When they pull out like a giant eight foot long bong. Oh, yeah, you son of a bitch. Hey. <sighs> My god, he's He does that all the time. Fucking cats and screens, I tell you what. Sorry to that just Whoo man, they love tearing shit up, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. He's in a band called Power Flow, the metal band. Power Flow, with no W at the end. Why would there... Oh, a W. <laughs> I was imagining an E. I was like, why would there be a fucking E at the end? <laughs> I'm just stupid. <laughs> Suck my um, Even though I've been saying, like, it's, you know, yeah, it's fun, I'm kind of over it by now. This is the kind of hip-hop that I would gladly listen to over most other forms of hip-hop, especially anything in the last, like, 15 years. But please give me this. Even if every song is going to go... This is still a vibe that's, like... It's almost laid back. It is, but it's... For me, like, kind of like what you said earlier, you could have had this album be more of an EP and just to be a handful of songs. And I agree. <laughs> you agree with the EP? Now we're rhyming. I feel like even though it's laid back, it's just... There's some there's some fat that could be trimmed out for me. Yeah. And specifically, every interlude, which is never necessary. Oh, interludes are never needed. Let's listen to one right now. Marijuana it's called Legalize It. But this is 47 seconds. I mean, it's a fine jam, and it feels like, like a 70s crime uh, exploitation film. But... I agree. Like on any album, I've never liked interludes. I've even put a dumb noise interlude on the Corpuside album. Something has happened in my brain, and I don't like it. Like looking back, I'm like, yeah, wish that wasn't happening. And we did it because live we went on a little tangent. So yeah. I just put the tangent in, but could have been cut out in my opinion nowadays. So like Mudvayne had a lot of tangents on their first album that was big. Could do without it. I'm gonna let it play. It's gonna just keep going on. Into hits from the bong, baby. <laughs> One of my favorite institutions. Hits from the bong. In songs about weed. Mandatory bong sounds. I believe I may have said very previously on the 420 episode is that this song 
starts and stops with a bong hit. <laughs> so you are correct. Not everyone does it, but Cypress Hill does. But they also, first of all, it's a song about a bong. Yeah. And on stage, don't they bring out an enormous... Oh, I was going to say, have you seen this thing? I, I believe I have. Like, it's something that can sit on the on the ground that he has to just stand up and hit. Look at this fucking thing. <laughs> it's taller than oh, be real. That's taller than him. So yeah, that, that's a two-person situation. You cannot hit that on your own unless you are... No, you can't because you have to inhale. I fucking love that they just let people have bong rips during the fucking show on this giant bong that I would not be able to clear because that's like the thing of it. You're supposed to fucking clear it. And I don't have the strongest lungs. While I am an avid user... You're an asthma baby. I am an asthma baby. I don't have the strongest lungs. So, like, anything I smoke really makes me choke and cough. Not like in a look at this fucking rookie kind of way, but, like, I can't take huge bong rips. Like, you used shit. to. I used to a lot better. Maybe if I practiced, I'll have to practice. That's probably part of it. You're just not. You haven't done it in a while. I think too. I remember reading or watching a video of Be Real talking about the bong, and he was like, "There's a way to do it. Everyone tries to like go like take it in, but there's a way to like really do it efficiently, and it won't chuck you out." But when it's taller than you, I don't care. It's like a whole pole's worth of weed in there. Guaranteed. <laughs> and someone That's is... the kind they're hitting with like a torch was, at the bottom. I was just going to say, someone is using a torch to light that too. So they're lighting that whole thing up in one hit. For sure. Ugh. I'd puke. And you know, bongs, they tend to get that like stale taste when you get too much smoke in something. And it's not like... It doesn't even taste good anymore. It's just like an overload. That's just if it sits. I don't think if it were just a one really? bong hit, I don't think it would get that staleness. Uh, I was hitting the bong. Imagine out. having to clean that I was hitting the bong out at a place I was watching a dog recently. And uh, the first that I took was very stale, but it was from fresh weed. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. In my eyes, quantity of smoke makes it taste... I don't know if stale is the right word. I just think it tastes like bad. Like it's just too much. You know how there's when you take like a nice bowl hit of a nice clean bowl and the weed is really good? Well, maybe you're right there. Maybe it was some dirty-ass bong water. I changed the bong water. <laughs> maybe there's a dirty-ass inside of the bong. Uh, that one, I uh, probably, yeah. I should have taken I almost took it. <laughs> I was almost going to be like, you don't use this. You don't take care of you're this. You're such an asshole. <laughs> Let me take I it want this. This is mine now. it. <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> I, you're going to make that fall. You should have seen the the boom that took place beforehand. You did say oh, that you have it. I have that on video. Yeah, but you'll not put it out like everything else. I will. This is the episode where I'm going to get back on it. And I'm going to, especially because now we have video of that thing falling, which you'll hear later. And you'll see later, too, when I put it up on video. God damn it. Would you like to apologize again for the last episode? <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. I'll just go ahead and explain the last episode here. Sorry, I fucked up Kent's audio. What I had done is when I have a... I sh I've never done it this way. This is how I fucked it up. I had a guest, so I had to make a new recording track. And all I did was I duplicated Michelle's recording track. Ah. In intentions to change the input and the name. Can't get enough of me. Now what I did was did I did change the name and I did change the color of the track, but I did not change the input. So what I recorded that day was one input of me and two inputs of you and no input of Kent. 
So because fuck that guy. I could put the episode out with just us talking and then blanks, or you could kind of maybe hear Kent. If you can kind of maybe hear him and then just do a Kent impression. Like, <laughs> I don't. I can't do it. I'm gonna get Kent in here to take the lines again. All right, and next one you're gonna say ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> but I apologize. Uh, fuck. I, I will never do it that way again. I've never set it up that way before. It sounds bad. I would almost rather not have an episode and just to re-record it. Nope. <laughs> That's why you need to listen to a sample after you record it to make sure it's recorded so we at least know mm. before it's the night before at 10 p.m. Well, I didn't even have to look at it. I knew it visually. I opened the file and I looked and I went, oh, fuck. Because I could just see that it was two of the same thing. So I didn't have to look at it or listen to it. I can look at it and tell you if it's fucked up. But you couldn't see before? I didn't look. I never That's thought I would do that. There has to be an auditing stage. No! We will continue as we always do. I disagree. I think it's... What goes around comes around, kid. I want to know how few listeners we had. You need to pull up those stats, which you haven't done in a while. And I want to know how many listeners we had on this last episode. It'll be the same 15 it is for the first week as always. 15? <laughs> We get more listens of that, but not when the episode God, comes we're out. doing bad. <laughs> I don't even know that's true. Man, we're doing bad. Yeah, we suck. So you want to stop after next week's episode? No. You sure? I want to revamp. Switch it up. You want to just completely change the podcast? No, revamp. And by that, I mean get better personalities. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. If you're going to fire me, I'm okay with it. I, I don't I'm not very power. good. I'm not charging. I'm not good. You're the only one that steers this ship. This can't happen. And no, we actually had like 100 and something listens last week. It's just the first day 15 people listen. I wonder when, how long that counts. I wonder if it's just as soon as you start it or you have to listen to it for so long before it counts it as a listen uh, I don't know that so it's not as bad as you think it's just average it's our average listens we're not growing we're not losing we're sitting right at the same that sounds like us huh we're not growing <laughs> but we're losers <laughs> someone's ready to go golfing but I'm talking about that cat he's sniffing He's sniffing the bag. I was going to say, you talk about me? Because I just want to set up a pool. Well, we're getting there. That's why I just like putting shit together with my hands. We have to fill in a fire pit. Because we don't have a very big space. It's going to take so much water. 1,700 gallons to be exact. Let's <laughs> see. Maybe we'll just fill it halfway and sit in it. <laughs> and then We're have a wall a, around us. A foot and a half of water. <laughs> just a depressing blue wall sitting around us in an octagon shape, basically. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's not octa, that's eight feet. I don't know how many sides are on this fucking thing. Isn't it a circle? I believe it's circular. It's circular, but... Hold on, I've got the instructions right here. It's, got, it's almost like got sides. I see. One, two. We have a lot of PVC pipes to put together. Twelve sides. I'll start putting this together while you start 
putting the dirt and the mulch down. Well, there's a different process. We're going to have to go through it when we get there. we got to let the thing sit out in the sun. The liner. Come around, kid. <laughs> this is exciting to talk about a red ground pool. And it's not PVC pipe. It's metal, man. I was impressed. <laughs> it's uh, going to rust. 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 It's got paint on it. Rust. <laughs> rust. Rust. Here's, here's the trick to getting more listeners. Faster podcasts. You know how we do faster podcasts? We don't talk as much? No, we take absolutely no pause in between the songs and we just let it play. A to the K. This is the song that feels the most ICP-esque to me. It does. The very first time I heard this, I was like, holy shit, this is a lie. Does that make you not like it? Because I know you don't like ICP. And I don't know what it is about ICP that you don't like. If you don't like this, then it makes sense. This song has grown on me because on the first listen, I was like, ooh, this is the roughest. (laughs) Uh, But I don't necessarily feel that way anymore. Okay. I think it's very catchy to go, hey, to the motherfucking K. Homeboy. (laughs) Yeah, it it got better over over time, but in the beginning, Beginning, it was intense because I was like, it's like I'm listening to ICP, and I don't listen to ICP. No, I haven't listened to uh, that ICP album since we did that podcast. I listened to it like 60 fucking times before that too. God, that sounds like a rough, rough, whatever that was, handful of months because you went on that tour. Yeah, but then the time after that. No, that was all a good time. Very good time. Well, you had a good time. I can't wait till Sindog comes over. I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's me, Abraham. Goddamn, Lincoln. And I taught Sindog how to rap when I got out of the grave in the mid-80s. I was like, hey, to the motherfucking K, homeboy. And Sid was like, yeah, that's right. It was a good time. I like that. You were such an innovative person, president, everything in so many ways. Gotta go. Bye. No, don't leave. You're the most important part of the podcast. He's gone. I'm not done. He was our savior. And now here we are just failing and being us again. (laughs) All right. Behind the scenes, I did feel way comfortable being Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Oh, trust me, honey. Let me tell you. I'm pretty sure that there's like something that comes out of you when you got a little something built up and then it's like, oh, I can just do this thing and be myself in a way that nobody's ever understood. But it feels so good. <laughs> it was good seeing you, Don. Uh, I don't want to go anywhere. Well, you gotta go. Okay, bye. Oh, I'm gonna suck that dick. <laughs> That was weird. Yeah, but she had a bag of crack, so it made sense. It did. I didn't know she was into crack, but good for her. She found a new hobby. (laughs) She's not going to live forever, so if you're going to get into crack in your 70s, you may as well do it. Yeah, I agree. That's the best time. I think it's the time to get into heavy drugs is when you're like 78. And you're close to dying, but your body can't handle it as well as it can when you're a kid. You're much closer to an overdose. You don't have to do anything anymore. (laughs) 
But you're already probably half stoned off of the pills that are prescribed to you. Put my pills away, bitch. I'm just taking LSD today. Oh. I'm enjoying this um, oh, mango bad. margarita. This cut water mango margarita. I've never tried cut water beverages before, but it, they're not just a malted, a flavored malted beverage like most of those drinks are, which are fucking garbage. If you ask me, all those Mike's Hard Lemonades, all those, uh, what are they? The Jim, not Jim Beam. The, the, I keep, keep wanting to say Jeff Daniels. Jack Daniels <laughs> drinks that they have. Yeah, like yeah. All those things are just malted beverages, twisted tea. They're just, they're just malted lagers. They're flavored beer. Yeah, that's actually a, a margarita. This is made with tequila and lime juice and mango and other things. And, and it like is it, huh? tasty. Good. It, it is. Uh, You're going to get fucked up on it. Remember that's. It's like two beers you're holding right it's there. It's 12.5%. more than two beers? No. If I were drinking like a busted knuckle, which I enjoy, that's yeah. that's like a high eight or that's an mm. eight some percent. Oh, baby. <laughs> a non-bitter porter is uh, fantastic, if you ask me. I love dark beers. Okay. I mentioned that Sendog, you know, I mean, man, Sendog, he's in a metal band. Called Power Flow. He did without a W or an E at the end. I think we should check it out. (laughs) Yep, no E, definitely. I'm going to check it out real quick. This uh, song's called The Grind. We're not going to listen to all of it, but I'd like to hear it. Sounds like fucking. Well, very at first, first second, yeah, the very first second, I was like, oh, almost like a Soundgarden sound in the very first few notes, and then. Yeah, it's like a. Not really Linkin Park so much, but kind of. Let's move ahead. Vocally. This is what Machine Gun Kelly wishes he could sound like. (laughs) I think Machine Gun Kelly sounding exactly like what he wants to sound like already. Oh, you supportive doll. You are such a sweet teddy bear. I know. You don't got to tell me. I'm in my skin all the time. I want to take it off of you and wear it because I'm cold. (laughs) Like a fucking human sweater. All right. We've got two more songs left on this Cypress Hill. We're going to just roll through this. We're just going to do this. Next song. Hand on the Glock. Hand on the Cock. Hand on the Glock. Cock. Interesting to be so laid back, yet so into guns, and be threatening with, <laughs> I'm going to threaten these guns while I'm sounding so sweet and laid back and cool, and like, oh, no. Oh, he real shot me, but it was so fucking smooth the way he did it. Exactly. <laughs> this part rules. I, it just... I don't know why. It's just a little fun. It's fun. For a minute. I like my Cypress Hill a little bit more clear, clean. Hear all the notes. This is like muffled. They do have kind of a muffled sound. Vocally. Not musically. Yeah. But that siren sound. Uh, every fucking song. You know, I did conversations. I never noticed. Just a different. Yeah, the music in this song is is good. 
sound sounds like the camera sound from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like it opens up with this. That cat wants in that window. No, kitty. That's the window I had to block for light reasons. Because you want it to be darker and ominous in here. I also don't want the sun making it an uneven weird lighting on your face. La 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 la. God damn it. Everyone wants to just tear things down because they're not happy with the rules and regulations. I get it. (laughs) I want to tear the establishment down. I'm with Oliver. I'll just tear down all the curtains. We don't have any curtains in this house. We don't, but we need some curtains for the taxi to fucking sleep. The cats will tear them to shreds. It'd be nice if we had money and a nicer house, but it'd be good. I can say we didn't have cats. Get those uh, electric blinds that go blackout curtains at night. So they're much more um, expensive to replace. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. The animals are gonna tear you it up. Put in them the away. All right, we're just gonna just shoot them in the head with a glock. Hands on the glock. Put it in your cat head. Maybe we re- maybe we really just stop. we don't replace any of them. Maybe when they all die, they all just die, and we never have animals again. <laughs> you know what's crazy about that right. is that we're probably gonna have Wayne forever. Yeah. So then he is gonna be the one, the last one that we have. He better be good when he's older. I don't know. I see Wayne like jumping for something stupid and actually hangs himself. And he's like walking and he's hanging from the ceiling fan somehow, <laughs> going in a circle. <laughs> Uh, That was really horrifying but funny at the same time for me We have one more song, right? I'm letting it play, I'm letting it play We're just going to roll on, baby (sighs) Hand on the Glock is finishing down And we're going to roll on in to a song that I don't know the title of until it comes up Break them off, son There's another sound Immediately (laughs) I love these jams, the jams, the jams, jazz sounds though. Like this, the music is good. The more I listen to it, the more I enjoy the music. And I don't, I don't think that I don't enjoy the lyrics or the vocals less. I just, that's not growing. My appreciation for the music itself has grown over time more. I think they need an aggressive guy in the band. I can almost do with a third dude that's like, and like comes in and like, like a Busta Rhymes kind of guy that like comes in and can like really. I feel like that's what a tribe called Quest did. Yes. When they needed, because they were pretty laid back, or when they needed to bring it up in different ways, and then when they needed, yeah, they brought the Busta Rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) But I think then that would even accentuate the smoothness. Of B Real's voice and of Send Dog's voice. It's so groovy. The music is enjoyable. Oh, very enjoyable. It's like, it's such a jazz, like, I can feel the room of the jazz. It's also very weird to, for B Real to have chosen this vocal style when he's like, Back up, man, I'm gonna have a gun in my hand. Take me serious, man. Like, I know he's tall and he looks... He looks intimidating. He does not sound intimidating. Do you really think he looks intimidating, huh? Height-wise. Someone to me who has to look up at him because he's taller, that's intimidating. Anyone taller than me, <laughs> I'm intimidating. 
Because it's like, I am a bug and you are bigger than me and can crush me. That's kind of how that feels. Because I'm not like a wiry little uh, dog. I'm just, I'm a fucking pug. <laughs> I, science is keeping me alive. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I'm a monster. My face is all a mess. Oh. My breathing is a mess. Yeah, it's Round and rotund. Speaking of pugs, I threw a dog over a fence the other night. <laughs> you you did not throw it, I but throw it. <laughs> it sounds hilarious. Uh, I couldn't. Uh, the neighbor's dog got out. The neighbor's dog is named Puddles. By the way, that's the end of the album. Good job, Cypress Puddles, Piddle, Puddles Pity Party? Yeah. The dog's name is Puddles. It gets out. Sweet dog. I try and bring the dog back. I'm looking for entrances into the fucking fence. That's their shitty little fence that they built, which is falling apart in most places. But he screwed all the doors together with two by fours, so you can't open any of the doors. So I couldn't get the dog back in. I go to the front door. I knock. I knock. I knock. I knock. I figure, pretty sure he's killed his wife. She's just in there dead and rotting. So no one is home. I bring the dog home. We put. I put it in the fence. I'm like, oh, you might have just... She's just going to stay here for a little bit until they figure it out. I left a note on their door. <laughs> then I got annoyed by the dog so much. Crazy. Just so much energy. Like, jumps up on you. Like, you can tell it doesn't really get worked with a lot. Like Just frantic, lot. Frantic, though. Yes. But frantically excited. Also, like, wanted to leave, but wanted to stay. Wanted to go inside the house, but wanted to leave. It was fucking wild. And it has, like, these jangly shit on it to neck. So I was like, like ding, 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 ding. finally I <laughs> loved it. Eventually I get so annoyed, I get out two ladders and I put it next to the fence. I one ladder next to the guy's fence. I climb up the ladder. The dog is wearing a harness. I pick up the other ladder, I put it on the other side of that dude's fence so I can like step over if I need to. I pick up the dog, I walk up the ladder, the dog starts freaking out. Licks my ear for a minute, then puts its front paws on the top of the fence and like starts to try and like call itself over. But like if it does, it's gonna hurt itself. It's yeah. It's, it's a higher fence and it's a a pretty weighty dog, but not like bulky. Like it would have hit its feet. I could have done t- some damage. It's taller than me. I'd say it's about six or so feet. The the fence. Seven not feet. How oh, correct. <laughs> so it had a hard assault, and I eventually just like creeped it over the fence and like lowered it down walked the dog down the fence it used its paws to like kind of rappel down the uh, fence and then i dropped it and it hit the ground from about let's say two feet up and i returned the dog and i have not seen the dog go inside since i've been hearing it just running around out back i've seen night and day i saw the guy drive away earlier yeah i saw him earlier today too but i don't think he's paying attention to that dog you can't just let a dog die in the back that dog is meaty though it's fine we need to stop having these conversations that no one gives a shit about this will also cutting down on this stuff will also help the podcast move along smoother you ready to get weird with that dusty thing i am ready to jam all right let's do this What, what what time is it Oh, it's time to go over some, uh, sorry, I forgot, um, <coughs> some questions. Walking through the woods, holding hands, asking everyone for questions. I say, do you have questions for me? I'm gathering them in my basket. 
questions. Spooky. That's abrasive as hell. <laughs> All right. This thing is neat. Is it? It's supposed to have these. It's motherfucking filthy. I wonder how it would sound if it wasn't so it. gross. It has these plastic things that go across it, and you tune it to the notes it's supposed to be on. And when you press these plastic things, it stops certain strings from ringing out. And when you play it, it'll actually play a chord. But since those aren't on, and it's tuned like fuck, it sounds like it's evil. Since you said across when I went to the farmer's market this morning... There was a guy in a truck that was parked next to me, and we were both kind of walking back. I was right behind him to our vehicles, and there's a person there who makes wood stuff, uh-huh. and he had a, an American flag cross. <laughs> Sounds cool, man. I'm telling you what, because that's what <laughs> Jesus would have wanted. Absolutely. All right. So, Sam, why did you choose this album? I chose this because I wanted something different besides metal and stuff, and you had played Hits from the Bong on the 420 episode, and I was like, hmm. I bet Cypress Hill has a 90s sound I could potentially really like. Let's check it out. This was all new to me. I'd never heard this album before. I've heard a couple songs off of it, but this was a new experience for me. That's why I chose it. So what do you think I thought when you gave it to me? Uh, Cool, because it was something different. Uh, You were probably also like, really, Sam? I just had Cypress Hill on the 420 episode. (laughs) But that did not uh, dissuade me. From choosing it. Well, I will say my judgment prior to listening to it was surprise and interest. I was, uh, I guess they just never really crossed my mind as a possibility. So, uh, but it was a pleasant surprise. It wasn't something that I was dreading. I judge dread a lot of things. <laughs> I didn't judge dread that. It's hey, hard to say that. Hey, hey, uh, yeah, I like my penis on your grandma. <laughs> All right, so how many times did you listen to this album? I listened to this probably four times total. Same for me. I got four in because I got my three listens in uh, two weeks ago. Yep, that's basically where I was at. I had two listens in and then I... One a little bit later, and then one to get ready for this episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely same thing. Now, Sam's least favorite song. This, this is, is hard. tough for me, because obviously the interludes do not count. Yeah, they do not. So my guess is something that I'm going to say as... Um, <laughs> I know it's not that one. Three Little Pudos. Uh, Sure. This is I don't really have one to choose This is really hard Of my least favorite Because it's like Break them off some Hand on the Glock Three little poodos uh, Lick a shot They're all like On the same level to me They could have all been chosen So that's why I said Sure We'll make it this one Like for you I don't know. Any of those? Does any of those work? It's this one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bam. This is just still more. This is when it's like confirming. You're going to hear wee 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 all the time. 
Because it's like the eighth song. So my number eight out of 14 songs, and you're still hearing... <laughs> it's confirmed. Yes. Whole album. All right. Now, yeah. this one's going to be more fun, I do believe. Your most favorite song is um, When the Shit Goes Down. You better be ready. <laughs> I do enjoy that song, but I'm going to have to give it to uh, just classic because it. I love the. I love it taking hits from the bong. This song, I love songs about weed. This song has a smoothness to it that... Yeah, you're a big Afro Man fan. <laughs> this also doesn't have... In it. This is just... I agree. Smooth pianos, jazz drums, upright bass. And I love going, smell it green shit. <laughs> and it's just something that... This is a song that's really exclusively about smoking weed. God damn it, I love smoking weed. So this is the one that does it for me. Okay, what do you think my most favorite song is? The, the same one? Yeah. Boom! Yeah, and it wasn't necessarily a uh, an easy choice. What was your second choice? I really am not sure because a lot of the songs are similar. Is it the same reason? Because um, there are the things that favorite? bothered me, like... A kid, A to the K was the ICP thing. Yeah. What go around, come around, kid is a dumb fucking thing to say. <laughs> it's grammatically incorrect. I hate it. Uh, I don't care about any of the interludes. Um, so yeah, like the things are fine. I would say my second would probably be when the shit goes down because it's fun. I think that the the it's front ended very well. It has a lot of energy in the beginning, but also you're not tired of it yet. So that's also a thing. A thing. Oh, how, when did you first listen to this album? It was just for this, right? It was just for this. Like, I remember seeing this album back in the day because I remember the album cover of that hill with all the graves on it. So that stuck out. And I think it sticks out because I think there was a kid around this area that wore that shirt, like just had a Cypress Hill shirt. It might have even been Tate. You're a dark man like, as well. What's that? What? You're dark. Like that I like dark yes, things? Yes, you I, like dark things. I like evil and skulls and cemeteries and gravestones Yeah, and all that I shit. feel like that's why it would have kind of stuck in Probably. your head. Because you would have been like, oh, and yeah, that's relative. That looks kind of like a Black Sabbath album. It does. And the Cypress Hill logo is evil looking too. It's like that old, uh, what's the word? Like just old cemetery style oh thing. You know yeah what I'm about? i see what you mean it's like old gothic yeah, yeah style yeah uh so i remember when it came out but the full listen was solely for this i don't think i'd heard more than four cypress hill songs in total before listening to this album well would you recommend this album to anyone after getting mm, some listens in finally not the full album no like even to Kirk, who is a hip hop fan, like I think he would be like, "Yeah, there's some okay songs on it, but I don't." Just like we're saying, mm -hmm. you can just you. Can, it's fine. I need four of these songs, and I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. uh, more power to him for all the shit that they did. I think they're really cool dudes. I would love to fucking go on tour with them. I would love to smoke pot with them. I'm sure I'd be buried under the ground by their weed, but I have a feeling I could. I, I would I enjoy. Like it. I could hold up. I'd be like, <laughs> can I get up? <laughs> <laughs> 
And they'd be like, you gotta hit this ball. All right. So I would personally not listen to it again, but I did enjoy it being an album that we had to listen to. Especially for me. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and as far as... Oh, that's how we know it's not my first hip-hop album, ICP. God, I've been so stupid. <sighs> <laughs> and... Oh, my God. <laughs> Took the wind out of your sails. It, uh, it threw me off. Um, rating this 0 out of 10, Oliver the Rock and Roll Cats. I'm going to give this a 7.5. I don't wow, know what I... would expect that. I don't think it's bad at all. I think it's it's solid and good for what it is. It's just something that I get a little tired of when I listen to, but I still have respect for it. I I say swell job, fellas. Swell job. I'm going a 6.5. Okay. Same reasons. I'm surprised you didn't go just, a 6.6. Just, well, okay, I'll go 6.66. It's just kind of middling. Uh, it, it's it's more good <laughs> than it is bad. Like, not bad. It's on the better side of middling and okay and fair you know i don't like, think it's bad fine. it's just easy to that it cannot be your thing and that you can get tired of it absolutely but i don't think that you can be like they suck no, i mean maybe you can but i don't think, but I don't think so i think be real is very good at writing lyrics i think his flow is very interesting he's got a you know i talk about this when we listen to hip-hop things i like an interesting your own type of flow delivery just like when Q-tip, that goes down just like yeah, Rhymes, ready. dub c all these people when they rap, you immediately, even Jay-Z, you're like, that's this. That's who that is. It's, it's the whole thing about yeah. standing out and sounding different Absolutely. and having your own voice. Absolutely. it's It feels uncomfortable and awkward, but it's cool. Yeah. If, and these guys are a you huge example of that. Because they're going like, Jay-Z's voice and like other people's voices are kind of normal. It's just they got a nice flow. These guys have a nice flow, and they sound weird as fuck. Weird as fuck. So lastly, Sam, describe this album in one word. Cannabis. I literally think of, I think Cypress Hill, I think of weed. I think of Be Real, I think of weed. I think of smoke. Yes. Smokiness. Like just smoke. It's like that show where he smokes, like hot boxes in that fucking car. Smoke box, I think it's called. I don't remember, but. And you just fucking get. Baked out of your mind in his car that you hotbox. Get in. baked with Be Real. Oh, that'd be great. All right, so we are finished with the questions. We are finished with this album. Yeah! Next week's going to be special, so I'm it sure is. if you actually look and it's numbered on whatever app that you use, uh, this is technically shown as the 200th episode, but there was this point in time in 2020 where I was super sick for like two fucking weeks and I thought I had COVID, but I didn't. So we didn't put out any episodes for like two weeks. And Sam put a little disclaimer up. That was very short. It was a message. There's a, a spider hanging from something and just swinging back and forth. That's had a fun. good time. Um, so that counts as an episode, even though it was just a little blurb of information. It doesn't count as an episode. Well, I'm saying... Uh, numerically it's on there numerically it's on there if you look at the total numbers but my numbers fuck no oh that's from the tripod so make sure you don't grab the it's on the handle of the tripod yeah. there's a there's a spider there how so, big eh, who cares it's about the size of an eyeball <gasps> anyway so technically next week is our 200th episode absolutely episode Woo! 200 
can you believe 200 episodes my god that's of crazy this nonsense and we still haven't gotten any better at it. that's correct that's actually 100 percent correct so what we are doing next week is we are having our couple of critics favorite number one birthday songs i'll break it down Boom. a little more n- next week I'll kind of explain what we yes. did and how we chose the songs, but it will be our favorite number one birthday songs. Boom. Just know that it has to do with Billboard number ones and our birthday. That's it. And we'll explain it next week. It's going <laughs> to be fun. It is. We're excited. It's going to be episode 200. It's fucking wild that we've done 200 of these. I remember when we started this. I do too. We were little bitty babies. We walked through the snow to do a podcast. <laughs> Up the hill, fifteen miles. Uh, I, I mean, I remember when we had like, we didn't even have pop filters. We had pieces of shirts that we wrapped around the microphone and tied. I forgot about that. Yeah. So we technically have gotten better at this. We did it in that <laughs> back room with the shit boxes. Yep, there was uh, a litter box back there, and we had guests come over and be in that same fucking room. In that dark, dingy room. <laughs> Insane. In the brain. <laughs> so we're back for another week. Boom. We're going to break off a piece of that Kid Cat bar. Ma- hair in my nose is driving me crazy. Is Sorry. it or is it a spider? I'm gonna get out of this room because I know there's a spider in it. But that's it. That is. So Are look you, forward to that. Do you episode? have a way to take us oh, out? Oh, sorry, I you forgot that you were in charge. I was paying way too much attention to the hair that was in my nose. Yes, thank you everyone for listening. A bash is coming next week. We will no see guests. you next week. Just us. Just us celebrating us. Us celebrating true. ourselves and our favorite birthday billboard number one song boom and i promise videos will be out on this one god damn it from here on out good let's do this let's do it all right thanks everyone for listening and let's take some hits from the ball i love you mary jane